0: Do you find the pace of life overwhelming? Is it a struggle to be present in the here and now? Well, we're going to talk about living an unhurried life today as we talk with Alan Fadling. He has written A Year of Slowing Down, Daily Devotions for Unhurried Living, and Alan Fadling is the president and founder of Unhurried Living. And good morning, Alan. Hello
1: there. Hi, Alan. Thanks for joining us this morning. Appreciate that.
2: It's great to be with you.
1: So as we start this new year, obviously people make goals for their lives or things they'd like to accomplish, different things like that. Maybe somebody's really wanting to say, you know what? I've been missing too much, and I need to slow down. What would you say to that person, Alan?
2: Well, one thing I said is I think that's a that's a pretty good idea. You know, it's amazing how we can um, imagine that the fuller our calendars are, the fuller our lives are. Mm-hmm. But it's not uh, its not necessarily a, a, a great equation. Yeah.
0: So how do we know how much to put in our calendar? I mean, how, how, how do we determine that so that we don't have to hurry from one thing to another?
2: Yeah, I think the first question is just to take a look and ask, you know, is what I'm doing what God's invited me to do. Some of it's pretty obvious. We might be parents and husbands and wives, and we may work. There's some things that just fill our calendar because of who we are and because of what God's entrusted to us. But I think what we're trying to get out on this busy thing is, am I compulsively looking for the next thing to do because I'm uncomfortable with uh, myself? I, mm. I, I don't have a sense of purpose and meaning and value already. I imagine somehow i got to go out there and accomplish something or acquire something or impress somebody, and then I'll be something. Well, Mm -hmm. that's a recipe for the kind of busy that doesn't help.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, Alan, what do you think are some of or what are the reasons that you've heard over the years of your counseling uh, and and leadership of why do people have a hard time slowing down?
2: Yeah, I think there are a number of them. Uh, I sort of hinted at one in what I've just said. Mm -hmm. One is anxiety. Uh, anxiety may be at an all-time high, at least in some ways among us, this sort of uh, gnawing sense that uh, things aren't right and, oh, my goodness, I I need to go and uh, do something or uh, accomplish something. So the problem with anxiety is often I imagine that the solution to it is out there somewhere. Mm -hmm. I can just change my situation. If I can just get that other person to do something different, then I can find a little peace. The thing that helps us unhurry is to realize peace is already here, because God is already here. The, Jesus literally, we've just come through a season, Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And so that reality, coming to be at home in our hearts, helps us slow down, and instead of letting anxiety drive us. The other one, very briefly, is, is uh, I kind of hinted at it, it's that sense of identity. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we sort of export that to other people, we imagine if they like us, if they're impressed by us, if they uh, affirm us, then we're important, then we're valuable. Instead, mm-hmm. the unhurried vision is, I bring value to my life because God has given it to me, and that's an, I express my identity in my work. I don't prove my identity in my work. Mm-hmm.
0: Ellen, have you ever struggled with this personally?
2: Uh, just, just all my life. <laughs> yeah, I joke that I'm still in recovery. I... I really see this as a as an ongoing issue in my life. That engine inside of me is still there, but what I'm grateful for is I'm a, I'm aware of it. I'm I'm noticing it less often. Am my I autopiloting my, my life based on that inner uh, revving hamster wheel? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I can empathize with you know listeners who just feel like it's impossible. How could I do this any differently? My answer to that is. You can, little by little, you really mm-hmm. can. Mm-hmm.
0: So have you noticed benefits from slowing down in your life? And if so, what, what are some of them?
2: Yeah, I think there are a number of them. One, when I'm hurried, it's like being on a freeway, everything around me is a blur. When I slow down inside, and that's what I'm talking about when I talk about unhurried. I'm talking about the speed of our souls, not the speed of our feet or our vehicles or our to-do lists. When we slow down inside, what I've found is I have better vision. I can see my life more clearly. I'm noticing things instead of rushing past them. Even better than that, I'm noticing people instead of running past them. Mm -hmm. I'm able to say a word that's an encouraging word instead of rushing past that person to get the next thing done. The other thing I would say is I just think uh, an unhurried soul is the best sort of inner life to bring into uh, my work. I just do better and more creative work when I'm slowing down, mm. less frantic, less anxious, more peaceful, more joyful. All of those, you know, like the fruit of the Spirit, if you think about it, every single one of them flourishes in an unhurried soul and doesn't mm. do quite as well in a hurried one. Mm.
1: Yeah, that's, that's right. Really good. I was thinking about when you were saying about noticing things and noticing people, I just think about the times when, Um, normally I do the driving when we're going somewhere, but sometimes, you know, I just go, I have to, you know, let my wife drive. And then I, I notice (laughs) things as we're going down the road that I've not noticed before. And I've driven Mm -hmm. the same path numerous times, but it's because I don't have time to notice the things that are going by because I'm so busy focusing on the road. And I think that's kind of a, an analogy I'd like to kind of explore a little bit about, you know, you said, that we need to take time to uh, really slow down and explore the different things around us. So let's talk about boundaries. How important are yeah. those, Alan?
2: Yeah, very important. I, I think, for example, one of the one of the most beautiful and genius things Jesus has said, kind of in this spirit, is He just says, "Hey, you know, let your yes be yes, let your no be no. Mm-hmm. If you say yes to something, then make your yes a yes, and if you say no to something, that is also a perfectly good answer." at the right time. Sometimes I think hurry makes us imagine that we're just one big yes machine. Mm. Like we just have to always say yes to anything anybody wants or anything that sort of crosses our path. We just have to say yes. That's what faithful people do. But the only way you can say the good yeses is by saying some good no's. And I think when we slow down, we start to notice you know, maybe like Jesus, you know, he he had the capacity to notice what God was doing and then do it. He had the capacity to hear what the Father was saying and then to say those sorts of things. When we slow down, I think it's easier to say the no's we need to say to be able to say the bigger yeses we want to say.
0: Mm -hmm. That's great. So, Alan, how do we recognize that we really do need to slow down? Are there some signs that show you that you're hurrying too much, you got too much on your plate?
2: Yeah, one of the little, I would almost call it a soul diagnostic that I sometimes suggest to people I work with, I just encourage them to take five minutes, sit somewhere, if the weather permits outside, if not, then just sit somewhere in a comfortable chair and just be alone and quiet for five minutes and see what goes on in your head, see what goes on in your heart. It may feel very frantic. If it does, you may find that that's like a red light on your dashboard saying, I really am revving inside. Wouldn't it be nice to be able to sit for five minutes and find yourself at peace? Because you don't have to be somewhere. You don't have to do something. You don't have to impress somebody. You could just be literally in the presence of God in this present moment. The only one you've got, the only place you can meet with God is right now. It's the only place of grace. And and so that little diagnostic of just five minutes. And then once you notice what's happening in your soul, you can talk to God about it. Mm-hmm. And you can say, you know, I'm not sure I like what, what's going on in there in the, those five minutes I just took. Would you help me slow down to the pace of grace, mm-hmm. the pace of peace, to the pace of the greatest commandment there is love.
1: Yeah. Mm. I think that's a good starting point. Obviously the best starting point is to pray and to ask. What are some other, um, if you were to tell somebody and counsel somebody today, uh, obviously praying and asking God to help you to do that, what are some other steps to kind of put this in action?
2: I think one of the things that I often tell people to do is see if you can do what you do a little slower. Mm -hmm. Our impulse is always to try to do everything faster. Like, if I could do all of these things faster, then instead of 20 things today, I'll get 30 things done today. Mm -hmm. Imagining that, you know, the faster I go, the, the more important things are getting done. And the reality is, see if you can't slow down. See if you can't literally walk instead of frantic walk, you know, to the next thing you're doing. Right. Because sometimes it's on the way to the next thing that... Those divine appointments are crossing our paths, so I'm—I mean, literally, just experiment with slowing down a little. Answer your email a little slower. Add a line of personal encouragement, it's just instead of just the functional utilitarian answer that will get you to the next one. Mm-hmm. You know, let quality sort of rise in everything you do.
0: Mm, that's good. So what would you say to the bosses that are listening?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Would it be, I, I mean, is it, is
0: it is yeah. it better for your employee to do something really fast?
2: Yeah. The, the, the temptation is to think the faster all my people are working, the the more we're all getting done. But again, in any business, for example, even if your business is mostly about getting things done, most businesses most ministries really what it's about is people you serve people you have people as clients you have people as members of your team you can't serve people well in a hurry so maybe you can make widgets in a hurry and make you know more widgets by you know making it more efficient but if you want to take good care of customers you want to take good care of clients you've got to slow down mm. you've got to pay attention to them and you will, your business, your ministry, your work will will be much more meaningfully productive rather than just busy.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm, that's so good. It
1: is. And I think it's so much needed today, mm-hmm. that's for sure. The resource we're talking about, it's called A Year of Slowing Down, Daily Devotions for Unhurried Living, Alan Fadling, the author. But also, Alan, I was just looking at your website as well, unhurriedliving.com, and you have something on there that people can do kind of a 40 day journey. Talk about that a little bit, real quick.
2: Yeah, very briefly. Um, on our homepage, unhurriedliving.com, we have what we call Unhurried Daily. It is literally less than a minute every day for 40 days. You can sign up for it. And it's just a very brief thought, a quotation from one of my books, and then a question to take into the day. And, it, and often I think we overestimate um, or underestimate how much time it might take to slow down. Sometimes just one minute to recalibrate to make a huge difference. That resource can help. Mm
1: -hmm. That's good. It's unhurriedliving.com, and the book is called A Year of Slowing Down, Daily Devotions for Unhurried Living. Alan, appreciate you, brother. Thanks for joining us
2: today. Oh, it was such a treat. Thanks for the invite.